Welcome to the New Wave Entrepreneur, where we dive headfirst into Web 3.0, personal sovereignty, spirituality, and psychology. These conversations are unfiltered access to brilliant minds and actionable advice that will prepare you for the rapidly changing world. So, jump in. The water is warm and the tide is rising. Hello everyone out there in internet land. Welcome back to the New Wave Entrepreneur. It is me, Dana DiPiazza, here checking in with you. And uh, we have a lot, we have a jam-packed show for you today. Today, we are going to talk about how to get what you want out of business and life. And we're gonna talk about a specific uh, strategy for looking at your problems and overcoming them. A very, very powerful methodology. Learn this from a friend of mine. I think you're really gonna enjoy it. Really, when it comes down to it, what we're talking about is peak performance. This is kind of the theme of the month for me. And really, it's because I asked you, what do you want to hear about? And I asked everyone in the community, what is most important to you? And the number one thing I got was basically how to perform better in business and life. And so we're making a whole new workshop around this. You'll see over the past two months, we've been putting out workshops and they've been going crazy good. We put out one in December called the New Wave Workshop, which is all about Web3. We put out one called uh, Money Moves in January, which is all about personal finance. And now we're on to peak performance for busy people, which is happening March uh, 3rd and 4th, which is a Thursday and a Friday uh, here all across New Wave Nation, as we're calling it now. And this is a pretty cool workshop because it's going to give you the opportunity to learn from not only myself, but also some really cool guests on topics like breaking bad habits, building good ones, uh, creating focus and discipline and motivation in your life, um, developing a strong inner circle that is going to support you, um, you know, like a social group. Also, dealing with some of the stress and anxiety that come with, you know, come with performing at a high level, mental health stuff, and also just rising to the top of your field and wherever it is that you're doing. These are all the inner, the inner strategies to performing at a high level. And so this is what we're working on now. As you know, I always open up a VIP early bird slot for people who want to get in because I'm specifically doing 100 tickets only for these events. I'm purposely building the community, keeping it intimate on purpose. And so if you go to newwaveentrepreneur.com forward slash VIP, you can get in the list so that when those early bird tickets drop, you are notified right away. And that's it. That's it for the initial uh, the initial announcements. Today, we're talking about the physics of progress. So let's dive into this episode of The New Wave Entrepreneur. Okay, so today we're talking about what is called the physics of progress. And this is essentially the scientific method, but translated for business purposes. Now, what do I mean? Uh, I had an incredible workshop in the summer of 2020 with a mentor and a friend of mine named Tom Bilyeu. And uh, Tom, as you might know, runs a channel and a whole platform called Impact Theory. Before that, he exited a company called Quest Nutrition, which was a billion dollar exit. And more impressive than his business skills are is just his, uh, his openness with his knowledge and wisdom. And he shared this framework with me. And really, he'll even say, if you see him talk about it, he didn't invent this. This is just the scientific method that he observed applying it to business. It's almost like the Tao. When you learn the Tao, you see the way everywhere. And this is just a method of interpreting business through an empirical process of the scientific method to get better results over time. And uh, Ray Dalio, in his book, Principles, also has a similar approach to identifying problems, identifying patterns, and getting better at solving problems. So let's review 
the physics of progress. And first, just a couple notes when you're, when you're thinking about this, this system. The first note is, um, emotions are really easy to, to mistake as facts. I, I've done it. You've done it. We've all done it. And a lot of times we are, because of really wanting something to work, we're blind to the fact that it's not working. So this could become in the form of a relationship. You know, we really want it to work. Emotionally, we're attached to it, but it's not working and we're not allowing it to let it go. Same thing with business. Uh, a project that we're doing or a product that we're launching or a, a marketing initiative that we're trying, you know, it's not working for whatever reason. But because we want it to work, we just keep pushing it when we're not looking at the data. And that's really the thing. It's measuring the data that we're getting and making objective decisions based only on the data for this element of progress analysis. Obviously, it's not just the data that that creates um, success in business. There's a lot of uh, there's intuition that goes into it. There's uh, there's going to where the puck is moving, as Wayne Gretzky would say. But there's also a strong element of data and analysis that goes into uh, refining your approach to solving a problem that can only come from looking at what's happened in the past and making a judgment call based on that and and testing like the scientific method. So let's talk about what that looks like. The first piece of the physics of progress around business is really coming up with a crystal clear, hyper-specific goal. And this comes down to knowing what you want, knowing how much of it you want, and knowing by when. You know, so knowing that you want to have a successful business doing X product, uh, knowing that you want to be selling X amount of units, knowing by when this year. Obviously, you create more aggressive goals as you go along, but start with those things in mind. What do you want? How much do you want? By when? Create specificity around it. If you're not specific, universe can't give you what you want and you can't go out and get what you want. So be hyper-specific. Next piece of this is identifying the impediments that are standing in your way. So you have you have something that you want and then you have a, a gap between where you are and where you want to be. So you know, if your goal is to start a business and get your first thousand customers, well, what's the impediment between where you are now, which could be zero and a thousand? Well, it's, we don't have product developed. We don't have any marketing developed. We don't have, I mean, you know, you can start listing all the things you don't have, but you'll start to see the impediments that you have. And then you can sift through where the, what the biggest impediments are, depending on what stage you are in your business or your life. You know, this is, it's, you're going to have different impediments. Now we're talking about business in this context, though it can certainly apply to anything in life you're looking to solve. What are the things that are holding you back? Clearly identify those. Clearly identify the issues that you're having so you can clearly solve the problem. So you have a crystal clear goal. You identify what it is that you want to accomplish. You know what's stopping you from from accomplishing those goals. You know what's holding you back. Now, the third step is create an informed hypothesis. So if you're a your goal is to have a you know a, th- a business with a thousand customers, and what's holding you back is you don't have you don't have marketing channels yet. So you're not making any sales because you don't have any, you don't have the word out about your company or your product yet. Well, then your informed hypothesis would be something along the lines of the reason why I don't have, why I don't have a thousand customers is because we don't have any visibility. The way to get visibility is, and then you start to list the different ways you get visibility. And these become your levers, which is step four, right? So it's like, if you know that visibility and awareness is your issue, you already have a product, but you don't have any awareness. Then the hypothesis is that if you create awareness, you'll create 
sales. That's the hypothesis. That's essentially what ads are doing, right? If you're paying for advertisement, you're paying to create awareness. And so then you start to then identify uh, levers, which is step number four. And they say, okay, the biggest levers I have for creating awareness are Facebook ads, organic social media, slash influencers, email list. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just filling the blanks now, but email list, YouTube, could be direct mail, text message. These are all channels. So you'd have to figure out what your unique channel is. Now, if you don't have any subscribers, followers, phone numbers, it's a different it's a different uh, set of computations. But you're going through levers. What do you have the most control over? You know, where can you make the biggest impact? It might be that since you don't have any of these these clients yet, that your biggest lever that you can pull is content. Because if awareness is your issue, and you don't already have some uh, type of relationship with the community or some sort of following, then you need to be creating content. And if content is your issue, then that's your lever to pull. Okay, great. So you can pull the content lever. How many times per week can you pull it? Can you track how many pieces of content you do and how many leads that brings you? So that's then you identify levers. And then that leads into step number five, which is test the levers. So if you know content is a lever for you, you can test your lever with a specific test. And when you do a test, it has to have what's called a discrete variable. So you have to have, for instance, you know, if you're testing how much traffic you're getting to a sales page, you, you wouldn't want to test necessarily, or let's say you're testing conversion. You wouldn't want to test changing the headline and changing the font or the color of the page at the same time, because those are two factors that can have a big impact on the conversion of the page. And if they, if a change happens after after making, if, if the conversion drops after making that change, or even if it goes up, you won't know which change created that impact. So you want to only change uh, things if there's a discrete variable. Now, what you could do is you could change the color on the landing page and you could change the, the post-sale sequence because they're not related. One doesn't affect the other, give or take. So that's an example of testing your levers. And that's really testing your hypothesis at the end of the day. Because if you're saying, okay, I want to get X amount of clients or customers, but you don't have awareness, you can either pay for awareness through advertisements or through influencers or through other exposure methods, or you can go the organic route of producing content and YouTubes and social media, but you have to get awareness because awareness was the gap or, or, or I guess identifying the gap is the clients, but the hypothesis is that awareness is what's creating that where the gap between where you are and where you, where you want to be. You want to create clients. You don't have any. You need to get some awareness to get clients to see your product. So the gap is closed through either paid methods or organic methods. And you keep testing those levers to create the potential outcome until you find the outcome that works. It can be a long process. It can be an annoying process, but it's an objective process. And that's really step six. You just keep repeating the process. Now, how this looks on a tactical level um, in the beginning is going to be a lot simpler than it looks on a tactical level as you start to really get a lot of tests running at once. And then you're looking at very fine points of data because small percentage differences can have a big impact, especially when you're looking at, let's say an e-commerce company where a one or 2% conversion uh, change could result in millions of dollars over the course of a year in one funnel. It's, it's really is that serious. It's very interesting too. You know, in, in my company, my e-commerce company, you know, a two or 3% difference on a landing page is the difference between, you know, a, a healthy $100,000 bonus and a, you know, a break even. <laughs> so yeah, it can have a big difference. 
but that's the testing part of this process. And that's really the physics of progress. It's looking at everything as a whole, understanding what you want to accomplish, understanding what's standing in your way, understand or creating some sort of idea behind what's going to move you past that impediment and then testing the results of that process over and over again to find what works and what gradually improves the system. And I think that's something that's important too. And Tom talks about this as well. It's like, it's like the, was it the third law of thermodynamics or second law? I think it's the second law of thermodynamics. And it's the idea that a, any, any state that is, uh, any state at rest moves towards entropy, something like that. It's like the idea that anything that isn't progressing dies. And businesses like this as well. If you're not constantly adding, it's actually subtracting. If you leave your investment in a bank, you're actually losing money. It's kind of the same thing with your business systems and your business processes. If you're not constantly testing to see what's working now, what's working better, um, it's only a matter of time before what you have starts to atrophy. It's like a, a castle made of sand. It's like a sand castle. And so the physics of progress allow you to constantly look to see where the next little 1% is because progress is made in incremental percentages. You know, it's not made in 20 to 50% leaps in a single week. It's, you know, you tr- typically it's made in small incremental doses that compound. And so the physics of progress are a way of ensuring that those progress, those progressions do happen. And, uh, over time you will see the, uh, the result of that. Even if you look at, um, if you look at, uh, you know, like training a physical martial arts or something like that, you know, small 1% progress that you're looking at as, you know, okay, what, am, what, what's my goal? What's stopping me? What can get me around that, that blockage? Testing my options, refining my practices. You know, it's the same thing. And we talked earlier this, this month about morning and evening routines. And it comes back down to testing your, testing your habits, you know, what works well and doing more of what works well for you and creating that positive loop. And that's kind of what, again, what the physics of progress is. So continually leveling up, even by incremental doses, creates a large level up over a number of months and years. So that's the physics of progress. Hope you enjoyed that. It's the method for getting anything and everything you want out of life. Uh, if you did enjoy it, please make sure that you leave a comment on wherever you're watching this or make sure you're subscribing on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And uh, if you are really into the idea of peak performance, you're going to love this new workshop. It is called Peak Performance for Busy People. This is March 3rd and 4th, which is coming up here. And uh, it's a live event, but you can watch it streaming after if you can't make it. So don't worry about having to attend live. And you basically are going to learn about how to break bad habits, build good ones. Think about all the all the useful like useful things I could do this for you. For you, you're going to talk about uh, how to get focused and disciplined. We're going to learn about how to overcome negative self-talk and also how to just uh, move more quickly at work and in life and to move ahead of the competition and how to really excel in your field in less time. Um, it's going to be me talking uh, and bringing on some incredible guests as well. And uh, we have a lot to cover. We're going to do it over two days. So come uh, and join us. We have early bird VIP passes as always. So we only do 100 spots for these live events. And we do it on purpose to create this community. So if you want to get on the list to get early bird notifications when they come out, make sure you hit uh, newwaveentrepreneur.com forward slash VIP and get on that list. Okay, that's it. That's all I got for you. And let's see. That's it. We're going to be talking a lot this month about peak performance, about just leveling up your mind and your body and your life. So stay tuned. And if you have questions or ideas for our next show or a YouTube video you want to see, DM me at Daniel D. Piazza or you can email me, Daniel at newwaveentrepreneur.com. Okay, that's it. Much love. The water is warm. The tide is rising. And I'll talk to you soon. 
Peace.